Yo, yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of High and Wide Radio. I'm your host, Angry Jim, here with my co-host, Jack Smith. And we have a special guest tonight. He goes by the name of Kyle Warner. How are you, Kyle? Fantastic. How about yourself, guys? I'm great. What's going on, Jack? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling a little bit better. Things are starting to happen. The ball's starting to roll. I feel, I feel good about that. Oh, what, what do we have, a trade to talk about tonight? Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if, if you've been living under a rock, if you haven't heard already, if you, know, if you don't have a Twitter account or you don't have a TV or a radio, the Flyers traded a fifth-round pick last night for uh, free agent center Kevin Hayes. Now, they just traded for his rights. He's not under contract, so he's still a free agent. Um, the Flyers basically acquired him uh, a couple weeks ahead of the free agency kickoff to – have exclusive negotiating rights. Um, now, we'll talk about – I mean, the trade itself, I think, is hard to argue. Uh, it, it was not a bad trade. It was actually a really good trade for the Flyers. The thing is, where I was disappointed, uh, Kevin Hayes was not a guy that I necessarily was looking for. Uh, I, I was hoping for a more dynamic player, a more shifty guy. Uh, somebody to kind of spark the offense on the second line. Um, and to me, Kevin Hayes was just too obvious of a choice. I mean, you know, we bring in the Rangers, uh, a former Ranger coach and Elaine Vigneault, uh, you know, and, and as soon as that happens, what happens on Flyers twi- on Twitter, guys? Everyone starts bringing up the old, you know, old Ranger players, Zuccarellos, the Hayeses, the Girardis. And it's like, okay. Uh, I don't know if I really want all of his old guys coming to the Flyers. And, you know, the first thing that – the first move Chuck makes under uh, with Vigneault is to go out and get Kevin Hayes. Now, before I move on, before I, before I move on to you guys, Kevin Hayes – I mean, if I'm just looking at stats here, and, and I'll, I'll let you guys get into the hockey stuff. Uh, but just from looking at stats, you know, he's got one 20-goal season. Uh, he's been in the league for three, four, five years now. Uh, I remember when he first came in with New York, he was supposed to be an exciting young player. Uh, he's 27 years old now. He's a 24th overall pick by the Chicago Blackhawks. He's only cracked 50 points in a season once. You know, uh, th- just looking at stats alone, there's not a lot for me to get excited about. Now, there are other things that I'm, I'm not going to mention. Um, just because I, I don't want to be positive about this. I'll let you guys be the positive ones. Um, he has shown improvement with increased ice time, um, which gave me a little bit of hope there. Um, you know, there's other things that I dislike, but I'll bring up as you guys talk about why you like or dislike the move. And we could start with Jack first. Well, Jimmy, I understand what you're saying about the uh, X Rangers and all the names and all the, you know, I didn't view Kevin Hayes. Uh, that way I'd say he was pretty high on my list Uh, I think he was probably the second best center out there given who you think was going to actually hit free agency Uh, you know I don't think that Joe Thornton's going to hit free agency I still don't think Anders Lee although as time goes on is possible Uh, outside of Matthew Shane you know he's he was my like number two center so I seeing that we needed a center this is a perfect fit in from what I see, uh, it's not even about the coaching. A lot of people argue that he had a better, uh, better stats under their current coach, uh, Quinn, something Quinn in, um, with the Rangers. Now uh, I'd also argue that with the team falling apart in 
with the Rangers and going into a little bit of a retool or even rebuilding mode that he had to take over and he kind of had to score more points because he was getting more ice time. All in all, you know, when you ever you trade a late round draft pick for exclusive rights for a player like this, it's a good move. Yeah, sometimes it bites you, but if he was our second line center and that was the only move we made, I'd be a little disappointed, but we'd be a lot better than we were last year. Like just from who we've let go and picking him up. So I'm definitely satisfied with this move. However, I really need to see the contract. I see a lot of six for 6.5 and I'm okay with that, but I'm not crazy about that. I like him at six for six, but we'll see. So I, yeah, I definitely like the move. He's a big guy who can skate. Uh, he can use his – he doesn't really use his body, but he's very versatile. And he complements he compliments other line mates. He can make everybody else better. He can make JVR better. I don't know what the lines are going to look like, but he can make Limbaugh better, maybe even Voracek. A lot, a, lot of, uh, a lot of things I've seen had Voracek back on the top line. I don't think they should do that. Uh, he is a former first-round pick. Uh, he does lack physicality. Uh, he does lack consistency, but he is still kind of young. He's 27-year-old. It's nice time to sign a guy, you know. I mean, you're not getting him when he's over the hill. It's a late in the middle of his prime. Maybe he still has an opportunity to get better, especially playing with real talent on offense. I'm kind of excited about this. I really do hope they sign him, and I hope they sign him for the right amount. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> my initial reaction was, you know, obviously anger, <laughs> and I think mostly because they didn't go after the guy or guys that I wanted. Um, but after having some time to kind of cool off and, you know, talk to people who maybe have been the voice of reason and have shown me what kind of player he can be, what kind of player he actually is, uh, you know, the, the Flyers now have Couturier, Hayes, Patrick, Lawton down the middle, right? Um, hey, Kyle's back. There you are. So <clears throat> Jack just wrapped up. I was kind of talking about some positives about Kevin Hayes. So I'm just going to hand it off to you, Kyle. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry about that. I have no idea what happened. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, I think it's just a calculated move. I mean, if you, if you look at it from a standpoint of, like Jack was saying, who was out there, um, who you knew was going to be out there, and then you trade a, a, a fifth-round pick, which, let's be honest, uh, we have plenty. <laughs> um. He fits the mold perfectly. You know he fits with our head coach. You know he knows the system, which will do nothing but help younger guys like Patrick, for instance, with learning the system. And it slides Patrick down to the third line, which did wonders for Coots once they finally caught on him to go up to the first or second line. Yeah, really yeah. good points, man. I mean, you had a lot more to say earlier. I wish just read it from uh, from the text. I mean, you you basically convinced well, me to like uh, Kevin Hayes earlier, and I'm like, I, I don't want to like him, but you're making some pretty damn good points here. No, I mean, well, if you look at it from the standpoint of his defensively, he's fantastic. He's a fantastic defensive center. He's going to probably put up fifty points. 50 plus points with the Flyers on a line with JVR and Voracek. Um, if we keep both of them, obviously, because there's still a long off season to go. But he improves everybody on that line. 
Yeah, no, I, I, what you're saying about his defensive capabilities, like they talked about him possibly being power play one or two. And, and if he was on neither, I don't, I still would be okay with that because he could still get you around 50 to 55 even strength points, which is saying something when you don't play on the power play and you still put it up around 50 to mid 50 points. But he'll be on the penalty kill. And that's a huge thing for Flyers right now. Like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, they fixed the coach, the penalty kill coach, but they still need better players. And he's he's responsible in his own end. He knows what to do. And when you can get the puck out of your own end and start a breakout, that's a good defense is a good offense too. So if he's getting you out and everybody else can do their thing, that's fantastic. I almost want to see TK in his line if he's not in the first – if TK's not in the first line because if he can be responsible and TK can take his chances, that's when he, that's when he scores. And he's a guy who makes everybody else better. Like, these are all good things you want to hear. And, Jimmy, to your point, I, I think it's a little bit of my fault. I kind of went off the rails about Fletcher wanting to do things and go get the top guy available. It all started with Quenville, top coach available, and we didn't get him. It's like, yeah, if, if you don't hear Panarin or Carlson, you're probably going to be disappointed. So once that kind of, you know, if you're getting this guy or Duchesne even, and if you're getting this guy, you know you're not getting one of those at least any of the forwards. And you're kind of like a little disappointed when you first hear it. Like, okay, this is the guy we've decided to go with. Um, that being said, it is a calculated risk. And I don't even think it's that much of a risk. And you got to figure Panarin's either going to Florida or New York. And Duchesne's, it's really sounded like he's going to resign at Columbus or go to Nashville. Like, the Flyers don't even link to any of these players. And who the hell knows what's going on with Carlson? I, everybody keeps hearing Tampa. So who's the next best player at a position of need? It's Kevin Hayes. Like, it makes too much sense. So, I really hope to get him signed. And what do you guys think the contract's going to look like? I, I personally think six to six and a, six years, six and a half million per is probably what we're going to get. Anything more than that is going to be rough. Anything lower than that, I'm going to be pretty happy. So, where are you guys at with that? Go ahead, Kyle. Six at six, five sounds about right. I mean, uh, you know, it's a, it's, pretty beneficial to the Flyers for trading for him, having exclusive rights to talk to him. You avoid the bidding war and of free agency. And I mean, I would really like to stick more around the six number, but I think you're going to have to force a little bit over just to get them signed before testing the market. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, right away we were seeing six for six, right? Six years, six million. And I'm kind of like, I mean, this was this was angry Jim from yesterday too, though. Like, number one, I was pissed off that Ke- uh, Kevin Hayes is a flyer, and number two, I'm seeing six for six. Like, what the hell? I think if he gets over six, I'm I'm uh, I'm not going to be too thrilled with that. Uh, six for six is probably the highest I would go. I mean, six years is a lot for a six foot five center, second line center. Uh, he's going to be 33 by the time that's done. Wayne Simmons is only 30 years old. I mean, I guess they're different kind of players, but you know, the bigger you are, the more the more uh, punishment I think that you're going to take, right? Well, um, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and the other thing is, you, you got to consider inflation here. Uh, if this was 10 years ago, six for six would even be a little high. But it's 2019. He's a second line center. 27. He just turned 27 in like early May. So, like, he's still a young guy. He could still become a much better player, especially playing with the talent that he is. And you're going to pay market value or at least close to it. Uh, as we were saying, you're trying to avoid, you know, free agent frenzy. 
by getting his rights, but he still knows what he's worth. And let's not forget, this guy was a former first-round pick for the Chicago Blackhawks who never played with them. That's because he had a monster season in college and opted not to sign, became a college-free agent, Flyers were in on him, chose to sign with the Rangers. This guy, this kid's about the money. So we got to be careful here. But yeah, you're going to, you're going to have to pay a little bit, but 27 years old, six years. That's I'm okay with that. 30 years old, six years. That's tough. Like you're paying for like two years at top dollar that, you know, he's over the hill where 33 is really not that old. And he's a big guy who can skate. Like that's kind of rare. I mean, he's not a, top echelon type player, but that's combination of size and speed is, and he's not a burner, but he's still pretty good for his size. That's rare. So, you know, it's a position in need. At least you're putting your money where you should. You're not, you're not paying overpaying for a luxury. You're paying for something you need. Uh, that's why the more I think about it, I mean, I liked it originally, but the more I think about it, the more I like it. And then you throw in what he does on defense. It, it, him though, Vigneault is just a, a plus at that point. Like, you know, as long as this contract doesn't get out of hand, this this is a win. Okay, Kyle. I, ha- I have to agree. Um, again, on the bright side, he doesn't play a Wayne Simmons game, so he's not going to wear down the same fashion. He's pretty soft, and that is going to be the biggest, softest line in hockey. <laughs> uh, with JVR, Jake Voracek, and Kevin Hayes on one line. I kind of wish Kevin played a little more like his brother, Jimmy. But not the case. That's so funny that you say that because we all know that's exactly what JVR is known for. So if that's your second line, you know, though, I mean, when Voracek's skating in the zone, getting pickpocketed, maybe it'll be uh, Kevin Hayes who's the one getting back to cover for him. So, that you know, there's that. The thing that I'm honestly that's most it. worried about, though, is it seems like that sometimes Kevin will – uh, disappear at times like he he doesn't seem invested in the game or even interested and I don't know if that was because he's playing for a shitty team or if he's just one of those people and Jimmy hates those people I don't like him either but those millennials who complain a lot <laughs> like that's not Jimmy but I mean if it's just because he was on a bad team I can I can get past that but that is definitely one of the knocks on him however there's a lot. I think there's a much more positive than there is negative. I, I really want to see with this contract. I wish it would just pop up right now. That'd be perfect. <laughs> that would be pretty ideal. I would. I would get pissed right back off if they come out with his contract right now. <laughs> <clears throat> so you're projecting that it's going to be a negative contract and something you don't like. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be something I don't like. Yeah, I had some like you know a lot of people who I have hockey friends. Uh, fans at work and one guy told me yeah i think he gets five for five and you know i was kind of like that's preposterous like i can't see a guy who's about to hit free agency he's a big fast center for his size only only signing one five years and only getting five million dollars a year like that's that's absurd like i I don't see how that's possible so i i just think cap's gonna go up you know flyers are gonna have money Especially when you consider after next year, McDonald's gone. Uh, we got, I mean, another thing we should talk about is guess who? This is great about Hayes, but Proveroff still not signed, you know, and then you still got to sign, I believe, Konechny and Moore. Um, I mean, others. There's no player named Moore. 
Uh, and then, you know, then just whatever you do in free agency from there. So I don't know what their cap is really is going to look like. And I really hope that one, obviously they sign Hayes. I really hope they figure out at least at the very least Provorov, if not some of their other restricted free agents, because then going into free agency, you know, there are some big names out there. There's, we still have three other needs on this team. Backup goaltending. Yes. It's probably Talbot, but he had a pretty shitty season. Elliot was pr- pretty solid, but he has injury issues. So they're probably going to go Talbot, but it's still up for discussion. They could use a better defenseman. Are they going to trade ghosts? What are they going to do? Trooper's name has been brought up, but I've heard that he's going to hit free agency next year. Like he's determined. So why are you going to trade for a guy if he's not going to resign with you? Are you going to give up assets to, for that? It seems kind of silly, but Fletcher seems like hell bent on improving the defense. If all his money, free agent money is going towards offense, how is that going to do? And you still need like a, another third line winger. I don't know if you hope that guy's Morgan Frost or Farabee. I think that's unlikely. So what do you do there? So let's say they sign Hayes. You guys tell me what's your next move or what do you think Fletcher does? Do you think he goes for the D or makes a trade trades ghost or does he have his eye on somebody in free agency? What are you guys thinking? Man, what do I think Fletcher has up his sleeve next? I mean, whether I like whether I like the the move for Hayes or not, and, and by that I mean the player that he acquired, because I think the trade was great. You know, all you're giving up is a fifth round pick for Hayes. Uh, they filled a void in the two C. Um, so uh, I mean, what's next on the list here? Backup goalie and a, a top four D. I mean, I don't know. He's, he's pretty much – he's trying to address the needs that he needs to address, right? So I'm going to say he goes out and gets a top 4D. And I think he's going to be – you know, with Kevin Hayes, um, you know, he acquired a guy at the top, I guess, echelon of what was apparently available, right? Not that he's one of the t- top-tier guys in the league, but from what was available, he went out and got him. So – uh, I kind of expect him to do the same thing. I mean, I, I can't say exactly who, but I think he will go out and get a top four defenseman for sure. I think he'll be right-handed. I think he'll be what we expect, a veteran guy. Uh, maybe not necessarily who we expect specifically, you know, but what the hell do we know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think he's going to go out and get a veteran D next. And I'm cool with that because backup goalie, I mean – Whatever, bring back Elliott or bring back uh, Talbot, whatever. I mean, I don't see Hart playing more than 41 games, 45 games this year. So bring them both back because you're probably going to need them if that's the case. <laughs> you know? No more of that, please. Yeah, so um, Kyle, you got cut out there again. So we're trying to diagnose what you think Fletcher's uh, next move will be. They addressed the 2C <laughs> position. Um, do you think they'll do defense? Do you think they'll go backup goalie? And if so, do you have anything specific in mind? Honestly, at this point, I have no idea what he's going to do next. I would assume he's going to trade for a top four defenseman. That's my assumption. I don't think he's going to go free agency market route because, I mean, not I – mean, you got, what, four RFAs, five RFAs to sign from your own team if you plan on keeping all of them? And say the cap goes up, what, an extra three mil, right? Three to yeah. five, right? Roughly. And then next year, you have an additional set 
and then you have to worry about Coots's contract in two years. That that makes me it really makes me feel like this season Ghost is definitely on the block, on the block. Not that he makes a lot of money, but I feel like he wants to just improve that position. And if Ghost is making whatever he's making, you're only going to add a million to that based on who you bring in, essentially. But then Vortex, another name that pops up. Now, I do. If you're an outsider looking in, you don't really like that contract. You might like the player. That contract's pretty rough, especially from a GM perspective. So it's like you got a lot of guys to sign. You're committed to a lot of guys now, especially after you sign Hayes. Somebody's got to get shipped out of here. And I'm not talking about just you know Corbin Knight going to the KHL. Like you, like somebody legitimate's going to have to go. And it's getting crowded. It's getting crowded quick. Not to mention you got the young guys coming up. So, so what do you do? He wants to improve defense. Everybody who should be here on defense is already here. Myers was the last guy. Until we get somebody else from the young core, it's going to be a bit. So somebody's got – we're not going – you can't see Fletcher going with his current defensive crop. So I really think – I think Ghost is going to get traded. And I don't think they're going to trade for Truba. Uh, you got the ghost. You got the eleventh overall pick. Vorchek's probably a dark horse. I just don't see that contract getting moved. I've even heard them moving up in the draft into the top ten. I've heard that three times already. So I, I mean, I have an idea of who they're looking at, but I don't know if they're going to give up to do it. So, well, who are they looking at? Because I have no idea. Cole Caulfield. He's a uh, basically he's a he's a small small sniper, but he scored like a shitload of goals. Like he's. He's what's his name from uh, the Blackhawks? I think what the hell's his name? Debrincat. Yeah, De- Alex Debrincat. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, he's another one of those guys, and teams are starting to, you know, not care about the size because too many players are are doing it at any size. Johnny Johnny Gaudreau is another one, so that's who they're interested in. They need another like scoring sniper winger and. That's the name I hear not connected with them, but that they're interested in. And he's going to go in, like, the top eight. And the Flyers are sitting there at 11 on the outside looking in. They could move up. That might not involve a player. That might just involve future draft picks. But as far as the roster going into next year, I don't see this defensive core staying intact. And, you know, obviously McDonald's not going to start, but they're not going to move anybody else besides Ghost is the only guy. You're not going to move Gudis, like, I mean, Hag, what are you really going to get back? Nothing. You know, you might just get, he might just be a sweetener in another deal. So, you know, if it were me and they move, I don't see, I don't know what they would move him for to even free up cap to go after some kind of defenseman. We're not getting Carlson. We need to let that go. But I don't want Tyler Myers. So, what would, what would you think about? Uh, say like a ghost hag and the 11th for not like a Truba, but for somebody with term and is a solidified defenseman in the NHL. And obviously there's, there's no rumors whatsoever to base anything off of, but would that be a possibility? I would assume, right? Well, right away, ghost and the 11th, it feels a little bit like an NHL trade just from the, I don't know who that player would be. You know, it's a, but when you you're like, I want to get rid of this guy. I have no need for a first round pick. It's like, who who has that quality of defenseman with term on the trade market? So you you, you look at like the bad teams, and 
I can't off the top of my head. I can't think of a defenseman who would fit that. Like you would look maybe with Phoenix, you would look there. Would you would Oliver Ekman Larson fit that bill? I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if the if the Phoenix does that. I mean, they might because they like draft picks and Ghost is on a team friendly deal and they're similar style defensemen, but and they like to I... save money. That's just one team I thought of. I don't know who else. And they're connected to, to Phoenix, but what else is there, you know? So I was going to wait for Kyle's response there. I mean, while, while you were talking, I was kind of thinking, um, you know, as far as, as far as Ghost goes, I mean, he's a right-handed shot, right? Or he's left-handed. He's a left-handed left, shot. Yeah. So, I mean, they want – there's known interest. I mean – they they could really use Jacob Truba on this team. There's no doubt. Um, he would step right in. He'd be paired up with Provorov most likely, right? Oh, I mean, if you brought Truba in, you you figure he's either on. Well, he could be, he could be on your second pairing, but yeah, one of the either with Provorov or with depending on who's still around. Yeah, he he could be on either one. And, he, and they can offer sheet him as well. Is that that's correct? Yeah, he <clears> is <throat> a restricted. No, he's got a contract, so they can't do that. Okay, so I mean, you know, here's a classic scenario here. So Ghost has kind of been known to be uh, a, a kind of a pain in the ass. I ha- I do have a source. I won't put his name out there on the air. Off the air, I can tell you who this source is. Ooh. But um, this source has told me that he, he knows players in the locker room. He knows family members, blah, blah, blah. And, and Ghost is he's basically um, – He's un- uncoachable were his words. Um, he, he's a kind of a shitty teammate. You know, when things don't go his way, he kind of starts to sulk. And, you know, I don't have to tell you guys because you see it, but, you know, he's, he's that kind of he's that kind of guy. Um, so why not ship his ass, ship his sunshine ass all the way up to Winnipeg and bring back Jacob Truba? The only thing is you just have to uh, re-sign Truba or whatever, and, and that's it. I mean, if it's a one-for-one deal, I really consider it. Uh, the only thing is I think Truba's not resigning. I think he wants to hit free agency. That's what I've read. I've read that he's uh, teams have, he hasn't been traded because he really – there's no sign and trade uh, being offered. He is hell-bent on free agency. Um, now, as far as moving goes, especially for that reason, yeah, absolutely, uh, which brings up – Minnesota Wild for me and Spurgeon. Um, people seem to love this guy. I, I definitely don't love him. I don't love his age either. Not the 30s over the hill or anything. But if you're giving up a young guy for an older guy, and I don't even know the other pieces that would be involved, that doesn't that doesn't seem too good. But so like then you can look to Carolina. Hey, these guys got a lot of defensemen. We have a deal here. In your division, do you really want to do that? Do they want to do that? So I don't know. I feel like if something was going to happen, it, we would have heard a, a serious rumor by now or something. Really, have haven't heard a whole lot. So, you know, I I don't know. But it, if that's what you're being told, that makes me okay with moving on from Ghost, even though I was kind of on the fence already about it. So you know, I, I, I part of me is not surprised. The other the other part of me is like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, because there, there's so much potential there. Kyle, I know you're a huge Gossip Bear fan. What what do you think happens with Ghost? <laughs> I want to move. I want to move Dwight. He still has value. 
Yeah, I mean, what's your, what's your ideal scenario? What would you like to see come back for him? Well, before I got kicked out again, I was trying to say um, just like a rough look at people in cap trouble. San Jose comes to mind immediately, right? Uh-huh. Um, what would you guys think of, of Lassick? Well, I would I would love him. He's, I think he's really underrated. I don't think we get to see enough of him because he's out on the West Coast, but he's pretty solid, pretty stable defenseman. He doesn't really stand out in points or or whatever, but that's fine because he's his job is to play effing his job is to play fucking defense, right? And and that's what this team needs is, you know, all of our offensive guys apparently are two way players, but our defensive guys can't fucking play defense. So I'm all for bringing a defensive guy in. And he fits the bill. He's a vet. Uh, he could play. He could go right in on the top line. I think right away he'd be their best best defensive defenseman, right? Right, and it would free up Proveroff to get his offense going a bit more, knowing that he doesn't have to bail out whoever he's with. Absolutely, take some pressure off Jack. It sounded like you had something you wanted to chime in there. No, I mean ideally he'd be great. Uh, I don't think San Jose is going to move anybody like that. I think they're going to play a game with Joe Thornton. I think they might even move out Martin Jones for somebody. They've only been rumored to be into guys not moving anybody out. I think they're going to get deals on guys like Pravelski. Uh, I, I don't see Velasic being available. With Carlson probably not resigning. I, yeah, I would love him. I just I don't see it happening. What uh? What's his? Con- I don't know if you have it in front of you right now, Kyle. I don't mean to put you on the spot. What's his contract like? Seven years, seven mil per. Oh shit! So he would probably take like a Voracek type guy. Yeah, my God. Well, uh, how old is he? Thirty-two. Uh, that's Woo. way too much. Woo! The seven years of thirty-two years old. Jesus. Can you do that again, Jack? Woo! <laughs> Shit, I didn't know he had to say. I didn't know he was 32 years old already. I didn't, I didn't realize he was 32 either. I thought he was younger. Wow. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's the move. Unless we're taking Jake back, like I don't. Yeah, I don't. That's not going to happen. Take McDonald. <laughs> At this point, we just send him to the minors for a year and just suck it up and be done with it. Uh, all right, so I mean, uh, what else did you guys want to bang out here? We had a, some gossip bear scenarios. Do you see them moving Jake Voracek at all, Jack? I mean, probably not. The more, the, as much as I think it's possible, you, it's like you talk to somebody else, especially who's not a Flyers fan, and you realize how it's probably not going to happen. You just get some that outside perspective, and it's just like he's got so many signing bonuses coming up. Not signing bonuses, but like bonuses coming up. Like he's got like one next year, and then one two years from now. No team's gonna want to pay that. It's it was not a well structured contract, and on top of the cap hit, I don't see it happening. And he's only I don't want to say he's declined like he's terrible, but he is slightly declining, and a lot of people will rush to his defense and. Ultimately, yeah, you want to tell me he had 70-something points? Well, I'm going to tell you he makes a lot of mistakes and disappears a lot. And for the guy who's being paid the second on, second most on the team, and he really needs to step it up, and he's going the wrong direction. And I think we're stuck with Jake, to be honest with you. Kyle, what do you think? 
Yeah, I think Jake's sticking around. But uh, again, I think Kevin Hayes solves a lot of Jake's problems. Having a defensive center that's not going to get out of position when Jake decides to throw the puck across the middle of the ice randomly. Go on. There's more. <laughs> no, I, I, I just think, like, just personal opinion here, so don't. Well, you're, <laughs> and you got you're about off. to get the personal opinion. <laughs> that's how, that's how you build anticipation, right there. Yes, Kyle will be back with his personal opinion, and and it's not, I I sense some fear. I sense some fear in his voice there. I it is a scary what, thing. I wonder what direction he was gonna go. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, wait for I the mean, trade scenario and something like crazy, you know, wait, or or I don't know, or maybe just. Maybe he loves Jake. I don't know. <laughs> I'm dying for him to get back on now. And, and it is kind of a, a scary thing to put your personal opinion out there. I mean, I think this is the second time Kyle's been on with us. So, um, you know, he still, I guess, kind of cares. Um, <laughs> I don't think we, we don't give a shit what, what people say. They're either going to listen and, and like it or they're going to listen and, you know, what the fuck are these guys talking about? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so big personal opinion coming up from from Kyle. We're looking so, forward to hearing that. So with that, Jimmy, the other yeah. position of need still, I would say it's probably a third line winger. Uh, do you think they dip in the free agency, maybe try to get somebody on a deal, or would you want to see one of the kids up? You know that this is interesting to me because uh, oh, oh, is, he, is he back? Yeah, I'm, listen, I'm done. I can't do this. It keeps kicking me out every time I try to talk. No, that's okay. We have suspense built. Now, everyone, <laughs> every, everyone's waiting for this personal opinion, Kyle. Let's have it. I'm sorry. Like, I was trying <laughs> okay. to say, like I said the first time, uh, unbeknownst to me, to absolutely nobody except myself. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I, I think that Kevin Hayes helps the Jake Voracek situation. Um, Jake Voracek, during zone entries, we all seen it, the blind pass across the middle, the, the I don't know what I'm, exactly what I'm doing with this puck, so I'm going to turn, stop, and then toss it to nobody except the opposing team. Yep. I think with Patrick sliding back to the third line, uh, not saying Patrick played bad last year or was out of position or – uh, made mistakes. It was pretty much on Jake. I think that with JVR being not very defensively responsible and Patrick being as young as he is, when they would give Jake the puck for the zone entry, they would both overcommit to the zone entry. They would both be caught deep and Jake would give up the puck at a very inopportune moment. I don't think Kevin Hayes is going to overcommit to zone entries in the same fashion as a young Patrick and a defensively irresponsible JVR. Well. Yeah, you know, you bring up good points there. And and one more thing I kind of wanted to touch on uh, to kind of piggyback on that. Nolan Patrick is going to be going up for the most part against other teams' third lines now. You know, he's, he's not going to be matched up with the top two lines anymore. Um, and I think he's going to – I think – you know, this year I kind of ex- was expecting a 40-point season from uh, from Nolan Patrick, 50-point season, something like 25-25 or 20-30, and 30, something like that. Um, and I'm not saying that's what he's going to do next year because I'm going to assume that his, 
His ice time is maybe around the same. Could be even a bit less now with Kevin Hayes here. Um, but I think we will see a bit more offensive production, if not more offensive opportunity from Nolan Patrick. He's going to have, I think, decent line mates. Uh, Jack, while we were waiting for Kyle to come back, you asked, um, what, what would I like to see the Flyers do uh, with, for a third-line winger? Uh, I think right now I'm leaning towards – I would like to see one of the kids, to be honest with you, only because I'm not really crazy for what's out there. And, I mean, so from what it sounds like, guys are kind of split on a guy like Jordan Eberle, right? Um, I kind of think if he was matched up with somebody decent, that he would be, he would be decent. Now, let's say that the, let's say that they did sign him. Where where I would sour on this is, you know, what would he command? What would a 29 year old free agent Jordan Eberle command as a contract? If it's something shitty, then I I, I would rather see a guy like Farabee play up there. And you know, I think Farabee would be my first choice, and a guy like Eberle. Uh, to a decent contract, like a two-year type thing, would be my second option. Uh, what do you think, Jack? I, I mean, Eberle would be great, except for I don't think he's going to sign for something that you and I would be comfortable with. Um, uh, he, he's, he's 29 years old. He's coming off a $6 million contract. While he might take a little bit of a hit with him being a free agent and a name, and Montreal has a lot of interest – it's not happening, you know. Uh, I, yeah, it makes you want to go with the kids. Ideally, I'd like them to add a guy uh, on like a one-year deal who uh, is their winger, and the kids have to steal that spot. If they they're not just, it's not going to be handed to them. And I don't even want them to get it out of camp. Uh, I want them to play well with the Phantoms and earn that spot, maybe through injury or something along those lines. So none, of, I wouldn't want it like a pretty a pretty name. I want like an Alex Chazon or a Marcus Johansson, although I don't know what he would cost, but he would be ideal for that third line. Uh, even like a Patrick Maroon style of player, if he's not with the blues next year, uh, you know, just like a, a lower end guy on a one year deal. So you're not contractually con- you know, stuck with him. Um, Cause I, I do like the makeup of our, what could be our fourth line in Lawton, Roffle and Hartman. Uh, yeah, and I like to, I just like to see almost like what happened with the Phillies and um, Jason Worth. Like we we brought in some guy from Milwaukee to be our right fielder. God, his name slips my mind. But uh, Jeff Jenkins. Jeff Jenkins. Thank you. Good pull. <laughs> yeah, and you know Worth like outplayed him, and by the, you know we won the World Series, and by two thousand nine he was our starting right fielder, and he was damn good. Like I want to see a situation like that. You know, we bring in a guy. He's made probably a little bit older, veteran. He plays well. He's okay. But you got Farabee or Frost just knocking on the door, and they're just like, yeah, we're ready. You know, it's our time. And there's plenty of injuries, so there you go. I, that's what I would like to see. I think I, I think that's very possible. I would have liked a name like, you know, Eberle or, you know, some of these other guys. Um, but once we traded for – I mean, we haven't signed Hayes yet. But I, the idea is that's where we're going with our money. So unless that falls through, you know, I think that's what we're looking at. Yeah. So, uh, Kyle, what what would what's your ideal fix for a winger on the Flyers' third line? I'm afraid to talk. It might kick me off again. Uh, that's 
Um, I don't know, because the UFA market, I mean, you really don't want to overpay for a third-line winger. Maybe it's a part of another deal to bring in a guy. But if not, I mean, I can see Hartman sliding into a third-line slot. I can see maybe Farabee making the team out of camp, but it's doubtful. You know, that's a good point, too, because I think we're I think we forgetting about Hartman, even though he is uh, he's unrestricted free agents, correct? No, he's RFA. Yeah, he's restricted. He's RFA. Okay, so I think we, we are forgetting about him. He can play third-line minutes. Um, so if, you know, if that's the route they go, uh, I wouldn't be so disappointed with that as with Hartman on the third line. Um, I'd be, I would like it better if he was on the fourth, because I, I think that fourth line is just badass with Lawton, uh, who they still have to resign. Lawton, Hartman, and Roffle. Roffle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a solid fourth line. That was a, basically their third line last year, you know? Exactly. Uh, that's why I want to keep that line intact. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some consistency for once. Um, so, but what, what about one year deal for Hartman and a kind of like a put up or shut up? Well, what's yeah, funny I'm about cool. that is I kind of said something similar. Uh, I would resign. I mean, you traded Simmons, you got Hart- Hartman. I, he's still young, former first round pick. I give him more time, but I'd bring in a free agent who's much lower on the list on a one year deal and see if the kids on the Phantoms could bump the him out. You know what I mean? Makes that, sense. So that's we're kind of saying the similar thing. I just would do it with an outsider, and because because Hartman could be that fourth liner moving forward unless he freaks out and then he, you, you're forced to move him up. But if that's what your fourth line's doing, that, that's what wins you playoff series. Like, we've seen the Rangers do it. We've seen Boston do it. These dominant fourth lines, and that and goaltending, can make the, dis- the difference in a playoff series and, honestly, a playoff run. <laughs> what? What the hell is going on over there? <laughs> over where? Over here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my neighbors let their dogs out. I was sitting out back. Uh, it's all good. I just wanted to make sure we're all good over there. Between getting kick, kicked off this podcast and all the noises from the outside, I think I'm done with podcasts for a little bit. <laughs> I'm bad to <laughs> you, man. That's a little bit of spice to it, a little bit of flavor. Um. So, so yeah, I mean, we're about uh, about 45 minutes in. We We covered the Kevin Hayes trade. I think as much as we could. Was there anything else we wanted to add in there? I mean, so we'll go real quick. We'll go um, a pro. Actually, what do you what do you like about the trade and what do you dislike about the trade? Uh, we could start with Jack first. Well, uh, to put it as plain one, as I could. Yeah, I, I one like, thing that you like, one thing you dislike. I like Kevin Hayes. I like that he's a uh, second-line center. It's a definite need. Um, it's not as flashy as you would like, but I do like the aggressiveness. I do like that they went out and got him. And honestly, the obviously the contract's all for debate. The uh, the one negative I I would say is I'm a little well. I'll say two. One about the player himself, and one about the situation. Situation is it's early, but he's not signed. Usually, when these things happen, there's like a deal in place, and like the signing comes like right away. Like when Vegas traded for Mark Stone, he like signed right away. I was kind of hoping for something like that. It's been two days now, you know. Still no signing. I know what I've heard about Kevin Hayes makes me a little nervous because he's it's all about the money and he's a little bit of a, eh. 
And one negative thing about the player is just I don't want to see him disinterested on the ice. That's a way to make Philly turn against you fast. Happened to Van Beesbrook. It could happen to him, and especially if he signed some six-year deal. So I do want to see him. I am excited for this move. Uh, but hopefully, like we've discussed, the pros will outweigh the cons, and we should be a better team. Kyle, go ahead. One thing that you like and one thing that you don't like. I like Kevin Hayes as their second line center. I like the defensive responsibility of him, especially all I keep hearing about Vigneault's systems and how we're going to be a defensive team next year. I think it's a good add. Um, One thing I don't like is what he did to Chicago. It makes me nervous. Obviously, it's only a fifth-round pick, but like Jack was saying, that kind of makes me nervous. Yeah, and I I get that, but I mean – you know, I think that was, what, five five years ago now, maybe, coming out of college. Uh, 27 years old now. Uh, I think if you get offered six, six, six years for $6 million, I think you sign that, especially when you haven't scored over 50 points in your career. I, I think this past year was maybe his best year. Let me see. He had 50, 55 points this year between the Rangers and Winnipeg in 71 games. Um, before that, his previous career high was 49 points. Uh, scored over 20 goals once in his career, 25 goals in 2017-18. I mean, Kutz is making what, 4.33? Yeah. I, that... I, I, I mean, I know he signed that before his back-to-back 30-goal, 70-point seasons, but, you know, how much more can you pay this guy? He's never scored 30 goals in his life. Uh, you have your first-line center making $4.33 million. He's going to get a monster raise when that time comes. Um, so, for me, what do I like about this trade? Well, uh, I like that we only gave up a fifth-round pick. What do I dislike? Um, I, I mean, I think I mentioned it. We just lost Kyle again. We might, <laughs> not, we might, might not hear back from him, but what do I dislike? I, I, I dislike – I mean, he's not the creative guy that I was hoping for. You know, I accept him for, for what he is now. Hey, he's back already. <laughs> um, so I, I was just saying, Kyle, that, you know – I, what I dislike about the move is, you know, now I've accepted Hayes for the player that he is. It's like, okay, he's here now, you know, maybe they get him signed and, you know, this is the kind of player that we have. Um, where I dislike the move is I was hoping not necessarily for Matthew Shane, uh, because I, I actually heard some negative things about him during the week that we uh, last po- podcasted, but, you know, a player of, of that, kind of nature where he just creates you know he's a creative player he's fun to watch the Flyers don't have too many guys like that you know you look at this roster and it's it's just kind of blah you know what I mean it's just it's just kind of a bunch of guys and you know I feel I I feel like they're not that far off and what this trade looks like to me uh and you mentioned Vigneault with the systems and you know they bring Kevin Hayes in because he knows the system and he's a defensive guy I guess it's more like a team move. They're going to be playing a team team hockey, which is fine as long as they win. But uh, I want to, and maybe this is this is selfish. This is my opinion. I want to be entertained a little bit, man. When's the last time we had some fucking fun players to watch? Sounds that's, like that's, you uh, really wanted a a playmaker. Somebody. That's what I wanted, man. I want someone to be like, holy shit, what a move! And it's somebody other than Giroux. You know you, what I'm saying? You want a Panarin or Carlson and nothing else. I want to. I if we're not going to win the Stanley Cup, I want to be entertained. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> well, did uh, we at least did we at least like shift your mind a little bit towards that this could be okay? Yeah, he did, and uh, you know I accept the you know if he's defensive minded, if he as long as he plays hard, and you know if these guys win some games, that's fine. What I really want to see out of this trade is I want to see Nolan Patrick really develop now, uh, and I hope we don't have to wait five six years like we did with Coots. I want to see some improvement next year. Um, now, I mean, now for me, there's not really there's one less excuse for Nolan Patrick, you know, uh, some pressures taken off him. Now he's playing third line. He's going to be 21, I think next year, 22, something like that. He's going to be in his third year. It's time to, it's time to go now, man. It's time to start, it's time to start playing like a man. You know, he talks like one, it's time to start playing like one. Um, so that's what this trade really does for me. Um, they still have to get him signed, which should be interesting. I'll probably be all kinds of pissed off about that for next week, but you know, <laughs> Until then, I'm I'm calmed down, and uh, I, I you know Kevin Hayes is our second line center. Maybe you guys have well, anything to add? Before? Go ahead, Jack. Uh, no, I was just gonna say I'm glad you're seeing the light a little bit, but I also understand what you're saying. And the, the only thing I gotta say about that is the flashy players were Carlson and Panarin, and it takes two to tango. And it doesn't sound like either one of them were really had Philly on their top their top three, especially Panarin. So, you know, you got to work with what you got. And I, I feel like this is it. And this is uh, as long as they get him signed for a reasonable contract. I think, this was, I think it was a pretty good move. Yep. Go ahead, Kyle. Last words. <clears throat> one thing to point out, though, is the Flyers just became one of the most deepest defensive-centered teams in the NHL by a long shot. That's a good point. I mean – who has, like, let's go down the list. Coots, obviously, stud. He's a stud defensively and becoming an absolute stud offensively. Um, Kevin Hayes, stud defensively. Um, offensively, you'd like to see him put up a little more, especially in that second-line slot, which I think he will. Um, Patrick, not a liability out there defensively. He has his moments. He's still young. He'll, he'll learn. But he's not a liability. Like, you don't go, oh, God, Patrick's out there. Somebody's going to score. And then you go down to the fourth line. Lawton. Lawton has become a great bottom six center and is not a liability at all. And defense – you hear it over and over and over again in the playoffs and the playoffs and the playoffs. You hear defenses or center depth wins. They always talk about it right before – like, look at Pittsburgh. I mean, obviously, Broussard didn't really work out for anybody, but Broussard, or they tried to add another center for center depth to get farther into the playoffs. Yeah, and if the Flyers are going to have that, that's a good point. Really good point. I mean, they got to get to the playoffs. Really, I mean, it's uh, it's hard oh, to man, argue. Carter Hart. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, you know, what, what I, what I kind of keep forgetting as well is that, you know, we, they are going to have Carter Hart next year. He is going to be the starting goalie. They do have to protect him. And, and Jack, you remember on, you know, past podcast, uh, I said something to the, to the line of, you know, they should bring in a defensive coach. They should apply a defensive system. They, they should find ways to protect Hart for his first couple of, couple of years. And, you know, maybe this is a move that, you know, they kind of do that. They kind of have that mentality in mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, in this, we both agreed on that one for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other thing that we were saying, you know, Fletcher did something. 
And that was my whole thing, especially going back the last two shows in action. This is action. This is what he was brought on to do. And that's a good sign. He's not going to be a GM who sits on his hands. Really good point there. So a lot to look forward to. This is only the beginning of the offseason. Yeah, Flyers acquired Kevin Hayes. We're expecting more moves to come. Uh, You know, it was reported that their first-round pick is available. And we'll see. You know, between today and uh, next Tuesday, we'll see if anything happens. Uh, We're going to wrap this one up. Kyle, thanks for joining us and rejoining us and then, you know, leaving and then coming back again. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize. I don't know what the heck that's. No, it's all good. You don't have to apologize, man. It was cool having you on. We'll have to have you on again soon. Jack, always a pleasure. Uh, Next Tuesday, we'll be back, guys. If you guys want to throw out your Twitter handles, go ahead. Kyle, go ahead. Yeah, it's just WarnerKyle29. Simple. That is nice and simple. Yeah, you should put a monster in there. Oh, you know, man, I hate the internet right now, and I really hate you. (laughs) Monster Kyle Warner. All right, go ahead, Jack. Throw out your Twitter handle. Oh, with that, I'm just Jack underscore HW Radio. <laughs> please, please help discuss the uh, Kevin Hayes trade with uh, with me. What you think he's going to get? I'm real interested in that, and I'm still interested in the whole Proveroff thing. And don't forget, I think it's only two weeks now. Jimmy is our our uh, draft show coming up. That should be fun, especially the Flyers looking to move up into that top ten. Uh, that's right. And uh, thanks for mentioning that. So June 25th, we're going to have Chris Wassel of MyNHLTradeRumors.com on the show. Um, yeah, big free agency show. Uh, drafts coming up as well. So we're going to have a lot of drafts. St- uh, draft. Uh... Shit, Jack, finish my sentence. We're going to have a lot of draft prospects and content <laughs> coming up. And, you know, we're going to see who we're going to possibly see wearing a flyer sweater in the future. That's it. You actually took the words right out of my mouth right there. Uh, that's, why we do, that's why we do this together, Jim. <laughs> All right, so you can follow me on Twitter, Jim underscore HW Radio. Uh, that's about it. Kyle, maybe – you know what? Maybe we can get sponsored by Monster for whenever you come on. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at that, we'll talk to you guys next week. Kyle, thanks for coming on, Jack. Talk to you soon, man. Take it easy, guys. <laughs>